One is the loneliest number that you'll ever know. <laughs> God, why? We might be compelled to disagree. But I'll give you this one guarantee. I mean to invade the depths of the mind. That is not nonsense. Excuse me, did I say nonsense? I mean idiocy. Don't condemn me without a try, Professor. If I succeed, we will see history unfold itself through the eyes of the subject. And where will you find a subject weak and impressionable enough to arrive in the required depth of trance? The Incredible Negative Man! man. The Incredible Negative Man. Because I'm flying solo. I'm keeping it real. Doing this shit by, my, by myself. Mono e no other mono. I don't know another way to say it. Um, there's a lot of weird scheduling issues this week, so I'm flying solo here, and it kind of defeats the, the name of the show. Um, although to be fair, the name was originally the Incredible Negative Man, and I was gonna fly solo on that, and the shit changed. I want to do more of a group news show, but hey, shit happens. Improvise. So here I am, um, all by my lonesome in the studio office because Bree is in the watching TV. Um, I'll be honest. She's watching Teen Mom. And uh, I had to get a little quiet. I had to get, some, get somewhere a little secluded. So I went to the office, not the studio. So I should. I think the sound's going to be a little better, actually. It's a little more isolated in here. But I have this amazing view that overlooks the city of Phoenix. And by that, I mean, I mean I can see a Starbucks and a parking lot. Because this city is one big fucking parking lot. This city is one big strip mall that just happens to have roads go through it. I don't know how you can cl classify this as a city legally. But well, I guess they do. Because there's a lot of people here. I guess that's how they get away with it. But I digress. Um, thank you. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Incredible Negative Man. Um, hey, guys. You want to help us out? You want to you wanna feed the machine here? Uh, go to the go to the website. Go to loiteringinwonderland.com. Loiteringinwonderland.com. That is our flagship. That's the website. That's where we go. That's where you want to donate. You can click the PayPal button. It's completely through PayPal, so I'm not I'm not going to fuck you over and steal your money. Don't worry. Don't cry. And, you know, pay it forward, and I won't. So, to go there, donate. Uh, Facebook, it's Loading Wonderland. It's easy. It's pretty easy. Um, there's a lot, of, a lot of places you can go. Sorry, I'm getting comments here on Facebook because I asked what everyone's favorite Tom Hanks movie was, and it blew up. So I got a little more traffic than I thought. So if I stop, that's what it is. Uh, Instagram, I believe it's under LAW Podcast. Twitter, also LAW Podcast. Subscribe, join in, suggest movies that we do in LAW. Suggest topics or ask questions on the on the sites there, and you can just hashtag TINM. Um, we'll we'll get through to you. And to, for LAW Podcast, just hashtag LAW Podcast. And it's easy. It's simple. I won't. I won't rape you. You know what? I can't give that guarantee all the time, but I am willing to do it right now, I guess. I guess I'm feeling a little adventurous. But let's see here. Where do I begin? What happened since last we recorded? Um, negative men have disbanded, I guess, um, as evident by the fact that I'm alone here. Uh, no, but Bree's here, but she's very sick, and she sounds 
hilariously like Emma Stone. She sounds like Emma Stone if Emma Stone smoked Lindsay Lohan and made of paper, which is Tara Reid. It sounds like the worst. It's it's hilarious. It's not that bad. I'm just exaggerating. But it sounds very crackly and manly. It's awesome. It's It's been fun. But she's... So she's not able to record. And everyone else was kind of busy. Um, so here I am. I'm going to explain a thousand times why I'm alone. And, and sad. Um, but yes, since last time we recorded, me and Bree went and saw Doug Benson at uh, Tempe Improv. And that was interesting. It was the only time... Oh, how do I want to say this? What's to say the show was fine? Okay, the opener was Doug Benson. He opened for himself. He come out. He came out. Excuse me. That's how tense his work. He came out. He combed it out, and he uh, he's like, "Hey, I open for myself. This is how I do it." And then in a few minutes, I bring out the opener. And he read a bunch of tweets. Didn't read mine. Whatever. No, but he he read all the tweets and went backstage, and his opener came out. And the opener, I forget his name. I think his name was also Doug, if I remember. Didn't get his name, I don't remember. But he's getting prepared for his Comedy Central half hour. And he was fine. He was funny. But he did something I fucking hate for that comedians do. When it happened, it used to happen a lot in the 80s and 90s. Not so much anymore. And I wish it would go away again. I think he's trying to bring it back. You know, this used, this used to happen all the time in stand up comedy. Back in the boom, the, the 80s boom, when it was really just god-awful. Guys would come out with, like, big Hawaiian shirts, and they'd be like, Yeah, yeah, how's it going? Well, this shirt, right? I oh, know, this shirt. Oh, my God, it's terrible. And it's like, motherfucker, you put it on. You you put it on you. I didn't. We didn't dress you. We didn't choose that for you. Did you have a committee? Did you just, uh, did you just pick one out of, like, a, a box with a question mark label on it, like the fucking Riddler? I don't... There's nobody dressing you but you. You don't have a wardrobe coordinator. And if you do, you told them to buy it. You told them to put you in that. You said, okay, you have the checkoff. You're an adult male. You can choose what you want to wear. Because that's how society works. That's how America is, okay? And then this guy, he didn't do that. He did something, I almost want to say worse. Again, I did like him. That's what sucks about this. He came out and he has this crazy fucking hair. Like, tall. It's like, uh, uh, what's his, Timothy Oliphant, his crazy early 90s or late 90s hair, like that crazy, tall, spiky, kind of messy look. And he came out and he just like starts smiling and laughing without saying anything. He just goes, how's my hair? And I was like, no, you, unless you got fucking raped in the alley before the show, there's no reason to have your hair like that and be surprised by it by the time you hit the stage. By the time you flip back that curtain and walk out, you should probably know what your hair looks like. And you're just going for a simple laugh. And I fucking hate that. I really do. It really bothers me. And I hate being that guy that takes comedy so seriously. But that is so fucking easy to get people on your side at that point. It's just one easy joke to get out of the way. Open the floodgate of laugh. And here we go. You guys are on my side. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm a crazy man. I'm a crazy comedian. But yeah, I liked him. So, If you can't tell, I did like that guy. Um... Yeah, yeah, we saw Doug Benson after that. It was great. Fun show. Um, Doug Benson's great, as always. Uh, then afterwards, we went, went out in the patio. Because there's a little patio. It's upstairs in Tempe. Um, on University Drive, I believe. We went out and uh, we, kinda, we went next door to the Copper Blues, which is always fun. 
So if you guys are ever at Tempe Improv, I recommend going to Copper Blues. They have a live band there. It's pretty cool. They play behind the bar, which is always badass. They're up on a little pedestal behind all the knobs that you for the drafts, you know. Um, lots of fun. And then we heard Doug Benson was outside. And we the, the staff there, I talked to him. They said he was going to be outside. And he usually smokes joints up front. And I thought they were joking. Although I didn't at the same time because it's Doug Benson. But I, I thought he would go out back. But no, we walk out there. And Bree got her picture with him. And so I did with another friend. We were celebrating his 21st birthday. We went out there. Um, Doug, we got, we tried to, we waited for probably 15 minutes to wait to talk to Doug. Just to say hi. And it was just impossible because these stoner kids were out front. And there was so many, I I don't want to sound lame, but I'm not a big, I don't like marijuana. And by the fact I say marijuana, not pot or whatever uh, green whatever you want to, whatever euphemism you want to use for pot I, I don't i don't like it i really don't it ruins me i haven't done it in a long time and i fucking hate it i really do with that being said i wasn't that drunk but i was waiting for him and i was like okay i'm having a good time it's like i had a good time amount of alcohol if that, you know what that means not too much but i'm at the point where i, I could tell i had some and that's where you want to be and where you don't want to be is waiting 15 minutes in the middle of a crowd, passing around joints and pipes and all this contraptions. I don't know what they are, like these little electronic cigarettes that smoke weed. And I don't know what it is, and I don't want to take it. And they keep trying to hand it to me, and I'm like, no, no, I'm good. I'm good, man. I'm good. I turned Mexican, sorry. Oh, I turned my shock top apple, sorry. But, so I'm at, I'm at the lame age where I didn't want to do it and I so I didn't like there's zero peer pressure at that point it's like no no thank you I don't want that but what I didn't realize was in the 15 minutes we waited for him it didn't matter if I smoked it or not because hey it's all around me and I realized at one point oh no we have to leave <laughs> it became very urgent to move so we we're just like okay fucking wrap it up we're going we're not gonna not leave, leave, but we go back to the bar and get out of the fucking alley, or not alleyway, the, the pat, get off the patio, get back into the bar. We are just in between where Stand Up, or uh, not Stand Up Live, that's the other other place that they own. Right between the Tempe Improv and Copper Blues is like a little stretch of patio that we were standing at. We went back into the bar, and we are like, oh, fuck that. And then uh, eventually Doug came in there, and we got to, I got to meet him there, we took pictures, it was great, he was great. He really took a shine in the Brie. We had a lot of fun. He's a cool guy. And then we had to leave. But all good stories end with, and then we had to leave, right? Isn't that? I'm such a good. I, I put. My endings are amazing on stories. No, it was fun. Um, it reminded me the song that we played, I played in the opening, um, was Bad Veins. It's called, a song called Kindness. Kindness. It reminded me of my 30th birthday party. Me and Bree went to a local age concert, which is a band I love from Chicago. I've been in them since '96, but the opening band was that Bad Veins band, and it was amazing. And we had a lot of fun. Local age came on, amazing as always. It's like the fifteenth time I've seen them in so many cities. I've seen them in Chicago, Detroit, um, Los Angeles, and now Phoenix twice. But the opening band was great. Afterwards, though, we hung out and I drank way too much that's for sure i turned in the casey case and that's how much i drank i drank way too much and by evident by the fact that we hung out with the band for hours 
and I had probably 15, 20 beers somewhere in there at the bar. I don't, I really don't know. I lost track. I wasn't making any sense anymore. I hate being this drunk. I've only been this drunk in public a couple times to the point where Bree had to go, okay, we're leaving. We had to leave. I was not making any sense at one point, and we, on the way home, I might have thrown up, thrown up out the window, which went right back in the priest's face. I apologize. I, I don't know what happened. I'm not saying it was me. I'm not saying it was demons. I'm not saying anything, really. I'm just saying it happened. It's fact. It, it, let's get past it, you know. But so that when we were with Doug Benson, I'm like, I'm not going to drink this much. I'm not. So I was very, very careful and measured, and I wanted to maintain myself. Um, I, I like to drink, but I like to drink in the comfort of my own home. I'm one of those kind of guys. I don't even like to drink that much at friends' houses because I like to be home. That's why I said when I got the contact high waiting for Doug, I was like, oh, we got to go. <laughs> like, I, I want to fucking hightail out of there, like, quick. I'm like a guy in a bad relationship who has commitment issues. I just wanted to get the fuck out of there and just ditch the plate, ditch the whore, you know? I wanted to get out of there. But... So I maintain myself this time. I'm very proud. Um, it's a, a small step, you know. Alcoholism is... It's hard when you don't want to drink in public. It's, it's hard to be that sad and alone by yourself, like right now. But I digress again. Um, what's What else? Oh, Thanksgiving's coming up. Um, we're going to be doing the LIW Family Edition. I'm going to try. So me and Bree are going to do the Thanksgiving episode for LIW, which I think we're going to release on Thanksgiving because we're, we're late. Everyone had to cancel, so... I don't know my record date. So we got that coming up. Thanksgiving's my favorite holiday. It has the best food. Um, it's weird. I don't like turkey by itself. I don't like mashed potatoes by themselves that much. They're good. I don't like cranberry by itself. And stuffing sucks by itself. Combine them all, my favorite food. Isn't that weird? The gravy. The gra- not the gravy, but the gravy. Combine them all. It's amazing. I, I can't get enough of it. It's my favorite holiday. I don't just because of that. I, I I like the I like the ones where you get to get around. It sounds cheesy as fuck, but the holidays where you get to be with your family and just hang out and chill and whatever football if you want. But um, I like those kind of holidays. I don't like the ones where you have to buy shit and feel guilty and do all sorts of just shenanigans. I don't. There's no shenanigans about Thanksgiving really. There's turkey shit, Indian shit. Which, whatever you want to believe, lies, whatever about the Indians, blah, blah, blah. I don't, it doesn't matter. Because there's no real rituals. Like, for instance, I, I, I'm i not a Christian, but Christmas, you know, I, I celebrate it the same. I don't really care about it. I don't think much into it. I get very confused when people, I, I don't get the Christmas tree thing. Is there a part of... Christianity that where there's a tree involved can because honestly I don't get it I really don't understand it and I feel fucking retarded about that but I also feel at the same time everyone else is fucking retarded because you have a dead dying tree in your house and you're putting shit under it for a day and then you open it and you throw the fucking tree away and it in the meantime it's just rotting in your house and your cat's eating it and getting sick and your dog's pissing on it I just don't understand it I don't get the point of it and there might be like shit living in it you don't know like, it might come in like a homeless guy in it. You you wouldn't even notice. I don't under. I really just don't get it. It baffles the mind. I mean, really. If you if you think it's stupid that I think it's stupid, just go. Hey, why do I do this? And other than tradition, which is not a real reason, 
why do you do it? Because I would love to hear it. I mean, even if you go, hey, back in the day, blah, blah, but okay, not relevant anymore. A lot of shit happened back in the day. I'm sure some of your ancestors had slaves. That's not so much going to fly anymore. But that tradition's gone because it doesn't matter. Why? Because we live in a civilized society for the most part, unless you live in the South or anything like that. But hey, why? I don't get it. You have a dead tree and I feel like you're going to sacrifice some virgins underneath it. I don't understand it. It just really just throws me for a loop. It throws me for a loop so bad that I use the phrase throws me for a loop. If, that, if you can wrap your head around that, I don't, it's, it's so confusing. I, I hate it. I really do. It's, um, pisses me off. Something awful. Uh, what else can we, what else can I get into here? This is a weird episode. I know this is me. I don't, I, I kind of have a list to go off stuff and it's going to be a short episode. So you got that to look forward to, you know, get about your, get about your life now. You know, it's spent an hour with this. Um, I'm not crying. I'm burping because I drink more of my shock top apple. That's amazing. If you ever get a chance to try it, try it. I recommend it highly. Usually in these episodes, I am drinking shock top or blue moon. So, ah, the crisp taste of apples. Not apple products, but apples. Um, you know what I did today? Again, this is going to be the most random episode ever. Even though the whole show is based on a random, random foundation. Not random. That's not a word. That's almost a bus driver name. Random. Um, I did. I watched the Super Bowl today. But, um, you know, it's November. Uh, no, I didn't time travel. Um, so if you're thinking that, that's fucking stupid. You should go put a Christmas tree in your house because you're fucking stupid. I watched the Super Bowl from 2008 covering the 2007 season in which the perfect season of the new new england patriots was no more after said super bowl in which the giants came back and defeated them vanquished them vanquished the almighty sexy tom brady after which he quickly boarded a jet and banged the shit out of model so hey Who's the real loser here? Me, because I just watched it fucking seven years later by myself. But hell, it's a hell of a game. Um, I'm a Giants fan. Um, I don't know if I said that in the show before. I, I've, I go for Chicago for like every other sport, but I don't know why. I, I'm trying to get into the Bears this year. Although both the Giants and the Bears are having a terrible year. But so I watched this game and it's from 2008. And I'm watching it, and before the half, they go, hey, if you haven't checked out the commercials and you missed some, just, you know, if you want to watch them at the comfort of your own home, just, you know, get on the internet and uh, go to myspace.com slash TV or Super Bowl ads or something like that. And I was like, I just started laughing hysterically. Because how quickly did MySpace go from the hub? I used to write for MySpace. I wrote 100 Things That'll Burn Hell on there and put them on there and published them there. And I was like, man, that place is gone. I forgot. Actually, I actually forgot about it. That place is a fucking echo. You can go on there and just do whatever. You, I bet you can like, it's like a abandoned freeway overpass. You can go up there and just graffiti it up, tag it up, do what you got to do. Write your write your phone number, write your gang sign, whatever you got to do. 602, 623, whatever you want to do. 
you can go up there, take shit. Doesn't matter. Nobody's coming. It really, you can do anything there. I think you can go on there. It's like, you ever been to like a really rough area of a city where you're like, oh, you're driving and you're like, oh, I should not be here. There's people on the hoods of cars that's sitting. I really should go. I should get the fuck out of here. I'm too white for this neighborhood. I bet that's what MySpace feels like now. I bet it feels like if you go down the wrong site, like the wrong sub-site on there, if that's a word for interneting, you, you might get stabbed and raped in the virtual alleyway. I don't. I feel like it's just abandoned and just boarded up. Like, uh, like It's like basically that site has got to feel like the actors do on The Walking Dead. Where it's just like all sorts of boarded up buildings and people roaming around. You're not sure if they're dead or alive. And you're kind of more scared of the alive people than the dead people. Because they're more dangerous technically. And you can kind of outrun the dead ones. But, you know, you got to keep your eye open. And don't trust anyone. You don't trust anybody. No, don't fucking trust anyone. Seriously. And I bet it, that, that's kind of like what MySpace has got to be like right now. I haven't been in there in years. Um, but it can't be good, right? And while I'm on the subject of sports, um, I, I, a couple things that are going through my head right now. Kind of doing my stand-up stuff, writing stuff, and I kind of can't came up with this. I don't really have it planned out yet. I'm just going to shout it out now. But I was kind of thinking, I saw this picture of the these old, this, these failed McDonald's products. And it's like obvious shit that's on there, like... I don't know, mixed spaghetti. That, that was literally a thing. And then one of them was the Mick Jordan. The Mick Jordan. Michael Jordan at one point was such a whore. I, that got, let me, but, 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 let me, don't get me wrong. I love Michael Jordan. I'm a Bulls fan. Do not get me wrong. Love Michael Jordan. He's a whore for product. He would sell, he would make Mick condoms. I don't know why he would make Mick. That's McDonald's. That doesn't make sense. I guess he, him and McDonald's get on board and they come in the Happy Meals. They're really Happy Meals. Once you go black Happy Meal, you don't go back, kids. It was a terrible advertisement. I should not do advertisement for McDonald's. Um, anyway, he, he made the sandwich. He made it. Like like he's fucking back there from burgers. Um, he, he had McDonald's. I'm going to go ahead and say McDonald's had him put his name on this thing. Probably won't happen. I don't think he contacted them. Was like, I got a fucking idea for a burger. Um, I but it was terrible and it failed. Blah blah blah. Uh, not as bad as the Mick Africa, which happened. Um, yeah, that really happened. But um, I was kind of thinking because I noticed whenever I watch something, and um, whenever I watch a basketball game because I love basketball, by far my favorite sport. I always see like. You see LeBron James doing the Sprite commercial, and they, they always advertise sodas and, like, fast food and just pretty much basic, horrible shit, that, shit that would kill you, and they just advertise it, and, and they're, like, official sponsor of the NBA. I'm like, I don't think Carmelo Anthony's ever had a Whopper, or if he has, he's not eating that shit all the time. And you're not really suggesting casual visitors to McDonald's at that point. When you have a store every three blocks in a city, you're not suggesting casual customers at that point. You're saying, hey, you're going to eat a third of your meals here probably because you're sad. 
And hey, you know, Carmelo Anthony, it's here. I really don't know if Carmelo Anthony's, you know, advertises for McDonald's. I'm just saying somebody. But I don't think LeBron James is just downing Sprite left and fucking right. The man is built like a golden god. Like a golden black god, I should say. He, but he's not drinking Sprite for most of the fucking, his drinks. He's not, he's not chugging it. I don't think any of them are. And if they are, they're, they're not in the NBA anymore. You know what I mean? There's, at some point we became, the society became so dumbed down, we kind of measure blood sugar instead of our IQ now. And I don't know when that switch happened, but I think the McJordan had something to do with it. And, um, it made me think of like different, like, what do you think is going on with the Boston Celtics? I don't, because I was, I never thought about this before. I was looking at the logo. It's got the little Irish guy leaning for the pipe. And I was like, is that a pipe? I never really thought about it. They have the only mascot or logo that's fucking smoking. He, he's smoking a pipe. He's like fucking... Bilbo Baggins smoking a fucking pipe while about holding a basketball. Like, are they recommending casual or maybe even addicted tobacco usage? Are they... I mean, I know it's Boston. He should have, like, a fucking pint. He should have a pint of some sort of lager in his hand. Not a goddamn pipe. Uh, is he fucking taking tokes? Is Doug Benson the... Boston Celtics mascot? I don't get it. I really just don't understand it. I, it baffles me. I, I I don't believe... I can't believe I didn't notice it before this. I, he's so clearly smoking. He's even got his lips pursed. Like, he's trying to take that shit real deep. He really wants that smoke in the very bottom, the bowels of his lungs. He wants that shit deep. And I don't get it. Is there like a whole... I hope that's tobacco. And even if it is, I don't know what's worse. I'd rather have my my athlete smoking pot than tobacco, I think. Because that's, you get addicted to tobacco and you're not going to be able to run up and down the court too much. And then I started thinking about other athletes, drugs and stuff. And there's a lot of that going on now with the, I know the, the Celtic or the Seahawks got some players suspended for marijuana. And then I was, I was like, I, I really hope, it made me wonder what LeBron James, that powder he throws in the air before games is. I wonder what those, and he's like fucking Scarface, or he's he's uh, Frank from uh, The Departed. He's Jack Nicholson's character. He's just throwing coke in the air. I don't, I don't know what to believe anymore. My my whole belief system in the NBA and this has been shocked. It's been it's shaking and it's faltering to the ground. I don't understand things. I don't understand the way the world works anymore. Um, but. Let's see what's where else can I go here. Um, I'll say this: a, a couple more things, and we'll be done here. You can go home. I don't give a shit. Do what you got to do. Go about your life. Um, I recently, yesterday, went to Castles and Coasters, which is a th- amusement park here in here in the Metro Phoenix. Um, it's right by the Metro Center in Phoenix, which is lovingly called the Getro Center because your car will be stolen every time. It's it's guaranteed. It's on the sign out front, in front of the the, the mall. There's even a spot like you know that little carousel in the, or the 
of ads in the front of a mall when you walk into the entrance and it has like a map and it's advertising two shitty movies that was starting like Zoe Deschanel on the side but one of them is a map of like you are here and here's this and like it's like you are here and there's a little little dot and it's like this is your car and then it just travels away like the dot just disappears off the screen off the map which is already printed so it's kind of amazing it's not a virtual one or digital it's it's an actual map, you know paper map but they still somehow did it they just assume it's kind of magical it might be like a little laser across this thing that just projects it onto the map and it's kind of just disappears off the map i don't know but it happens but anyway i was there and i for the first time in probably a decade plus maybe 15 years i rode like i rode a bunch of rides and um I feel like it's kind of like if I were to do just do cocaine and meth and just fucking shoot up black tar heroin. And then the next day I just have to deal with it. Like that's my decision. This is how my life goes now. And now I just suffer for it. And I feel like that's what I did because I was on a roller coaster and I did the little drop thing where it drops you down from like eight stories or whatever. However fucking far that was. I don't know. You can see it from here. Um, I did that and I did a bunch of these rides. I did a bunch of shaky shit. I don't know what they're called. I did... Uh, what else did we do? I don't know. A bunch of stuff. Like a bunch of amusement park rides. You can fill in the blanks there. And I used to be able to do that all day long. And run around and I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm getting old. Like to the point where... It, I got another uh, Tom Hanks movie update there. Um, I'm going to answer this. Anyway, answering that. Um, someone said Green Mike. I asked for their favorite Tom Hanks movie, The Green Mike. And I said, is that where they execute the stripper? Then they corrected Mile. That's what's going on in my life. I'm that boring. Um, where was I? Yeah, I'm realizing I'm, I'm getting older because I fucking hurt. Like, my whole day today has just been painful. I realize, like, I did that one where it spins you around and you kind of get the centrifugal force and you're kind of shoved to the outside. But I was with my brother, so I was trying to hold on to the inside real fucking tight. And it's like a workout. And that ride goes on a while. And I was really fucking stupid because I was like, oh, don't worry, on the way forward, I'll be pushed against you. But on the way back, he'll be shoved against me. And he's like, what? And I'm like, that's I'm dumb. I'm, I'm real dumb. I don't know why I thought that. I wasn't thinking. And uh, yeah, but yeah, we we did that, and I was holding on, and I I held my I held my ground, and uh, I know I'm real fucking sore about it though. I uh, I feel like I got my ass kicked, like I was kicked and raped in the alley, like that guy who had his hair messed up. I feel like that. I I, I it ruined my day. I I cannot recover from it, and I feel like I was muscularly raped i feel that bad um but yeah that's what happened <laughs> again amazing ending with stories i know that's just what's going on and again this is what happens when i'm by myself i don't really know i do know i like shock top this this episode not brought to you by shock top i'm just a sellout um so Guys, I decided to do one thing here. I'm no longer going to be doing the laws of life. Um, it's dead. 
I don't like it. I really don't like it. You know why I don't like it? Because it's something for me to bitch about that I thought of ahead of time. But the whole show, I bitch about things. And I come up with it on the spot. And it's fun and it's funny. And then when I come up with, come up with it ahead of time, or I write it, and I have to read it, and it sounds fucking rehearsed as hell. Even though it's not, I'm just reading it. It's not fun. It's not fun for me. I don't think it's fun for anybody to listen to. Um, and then when I don't think about it enough, it's not fun because I don't really have anything to say. And I feel like it's my spot and I'm supposed to say something. But I really I just want to talk about it. And then everyone thinks they have to be quiet and wait for me. And I'm like, no, we can talk about it. And I don't know. It's, a, it's not fun. It's not a fun segment anymore. So I don't want to do it. So um, last episode is officially the last Laws of Life. Um, Laws of Life was something I also started on MySpace back in the day, believe it or not, 2006, 2007, somewhere in there. Uh, yeah, but that's dead. Instead, what I want to do, since I already do negative or uh, Lord of Wonderland, which is when we review shitty movies, and a bunch of other shows, which I watch movies and make fun of them, and blah blah blah. I do. So much movie reviewing. I thought, hey, let's do more. So instead, every episode, I'm going to do a movie review, a quick movie review. Um, since I'm by myself this time, I don't have to worry about time. I don't have to worry about spoilers with the group. Because not only that will be an issue, I'll have to think about that ahead of time. See whatever, see if anybody's seen it. But there are going to be spoilers this time. And the movie this time is Interstellar. Are there going to be spoilers? I don't know. I'll get when I get to the point where there's gonna be spoilers. I'll let you know. Um, me and Bree watch Interstellar. I we, we we watched it. Okay, we went. Hey, let's go watch this movie in an actual fun setting. So we went way the fuck across town to the AMC Espanada. I think it was called. It it's one of those ones where you can drink and they serve food. But most of all, they serve alcohol because that's why we were there because their food was not that great. I don't know. They ain't actual food. And when you go to see a movie in a theater, you don't want like a fucking T-bone. You want a goddamn thing of popcorn and like a shitty pretzel and some nachos if you're Brie. And you get like eight and a half pounds of jalapenos if you're Brie. But I just wanted beer. We, we just wanted to drink. And we never, we never drink in a movie theater. Uh, well, I, I did in high school, but... Not so much as an adult, where I get to enjoy it in a fun setting. You get like a big comfy chair, and you get to watch Christopher Nolan's Interstellar. And that was fine. The drinking was fine. Um, what you kind of forget is that when you get when you start drinking and watching a movie, you kind of get a little bored, which kind of ruined the movie for me a little bit. And I don't feel like I, I feel like I would have enjoyed it more without the alcohol, which is kind of sucks. But it was, I liked the movie. I was okay. It had numerous flaws. I didn't, I didn't care for some of it. Um, okay, I will get into spoilers, but not right now. <clears throat> I'll go over the overall. There were major parts of the movie I thought were just flat. I liked the movie overall, but there were segments. Like, I felt like they rushed through a bunch in the beginning. I feel like they took their time for a bunch of stupid shit and then rushed all this other stuff. You know what? If you haven't seen the movie, just skipped, skip five minutes or so. Skip a couple minutes. 
Um, they, I felt like they set up the before he goes to space, just fine, whatever. He sets up the fact that she is a ghost, and he says, "Hey, fathers are ghosts for their kids." When you know, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, "Okay, don't think much of it." And then he goes to space, and, and I, that's rushed. He gets to space, and all of a sudden, it's two years later, and he's at Saturn. I'm like, "Whoa, okay, you you sped through that." And then all of a sudden, they're there through the black hole or the wormhole, the through the wormhole, and then um, they're in the planet, and then there's. They land on this one planet where it's seven years. Every hour they're there, it's seven years on Earth. And I didn't get it. I got that part. I got the time travel thing. I get I get all that. I didn't get why there was a foot and a half of water. But yet there's like a 200-foot wave coming at them. And I was like, you need really deep water to get 200 feet of water. That makes sense, right? I mean... Was that moon that was there so fucking massively? It was. That's what pulls the water and gives you tidal waves and shit. But was that doing that? Because you still couldn't get that much water with only two feet of water. She was running across the water. They had no problem with it. That water wasn't deep at all. They landed the ship in the water and the the, the legs were touching the bottom. I didn't understand it. They, they didn't make any sense. And then, but whatever. That's fine. All right. Moving on. Matt Damon's in the movie. Surprise. And that's fine. It was fun. And until suddenly it was like comically evil. And he kicks him and pushes him and blah, blah, blah. And tries to suffocate him. And it, it was so comically done. I couldn't take it seriously. And then that one black dude, like, feel bad for him. He, like, is by himself for like 20 some years on the ship while they're on the planet with a tidal wave. Because he's been gone that, they've been gone that long. Or 23 years or something like that passed on Earth. And therefore for him too because he was outside of the time. The time loop or the time whatever. And then he gets he goes and talks to this robot. And there's like this weird monolith looking robot. And it's kind of comically done. I guess. It's like four pillars and they move separately. And has a little screen. Um, but he goes and he opens this other robot that belongs to Matt Damon. Who's been lying about his math the whole time. Or his science the whole time. And he opens it and he turns it on and he goes, this this science doesn't add up at all. And it was so fucking stupid because it was on for about three seconds. And it was the most flat, boring read. This math doesn't add up at all. And it was like for us. And we already know that. Why did he have to say that? But again, that's minor shit. I, I liked the movie. I didn't like the ending too much. It kind of reminded me of... It's 2001 meets that Jared Leto movie that uh, Mr. Nobody, which was a decent movie, but it kind of reminded me of that. Whereas this is too happy of an ending. He goes and sees his daughter before she dies, and then he just goes and sees uh, what's her name, fucking Catwoman, and then you're like, okay, he lived, and then he's going there. I was like, this is so fucking overjoyed, and I I do love Christopher Nolan. I don't. I don't like if he if he if he made a bad movie I wouldn't a lie about it like he produced Man of Steel and I don't like Man of Steel again he didn't direct that I know but I I don't I'm not gonna just ignore everything, anything he does like a fucking Holocaust and higher I'm not just gonna go nope nope never happened nope nope it was great it was great I'm not gonna do that 
I liked I liked Interstellar. I liked all of his movies, but I like this one of the least. It's one of his. It's probably his worst movie, which sucks because I like I, I wanted to like it. It was about what I expected, though. I, I thought I was going to like it a little more. I and by that I mean I, I didn't think they were going to have the stupid moments. It was so stupid in some parts, and I oh I want to I want to just ignore them, but they were really bugging me. It was just so flat in so many parts. He cannot... He tried so hard, but he just can't do it with the emotion, with the son father-daughter thing. He tried. And it just was like so flat, and you didn't care at some point. It was like they kept doing the same scene about three times where she's mad that he left. She's mad that he's leaving. She's mad that he left. She's still mad that he left, and he's... He's trying to move on. Like, um, again, the performances are all great. Casey Affleck's great. Uh, McConaughey's great. Um, all right, all right, all right. And everyone's great. Those performances are fine. It's never been a problem in his movies, really. Um, yeah, overall, I think I gave the movie a seven. No, I gave it an eight. I gave it an eight. Which might sound high, but. Uh, all the rest of his movies got nine or tens in my book because I fucking love his movies. I have a I'm started debate after this one. I'm like, who's better, him or fin- Fickner? William Fickner? William Fickner? No, what? David Fincher? <laughs> the, yeah, the actor William Fickner. Um, no, but I couldn't decide who's better, him or David fin- Fincher. I can't speak right now. Too many shock tops, I guess. Um, but I would recommend seeing it in the theater. Because it's so visual. A, a movie that I would compare it to is Gravity. I know I already compared it to two movies. But Gravity is recent. Felt like Gravity. But Gravity is so much better in its production. It is Gravity looks amazing. The only thing about Gravity is it also has the stupid over the top moments. With Sandra Bullock and her son or daughter. Whatever the fuck it was. Um... But Gravity is just a tale of survival. And this is a tale of human survival. But it's done through this stupid story I don't care about. If that makes sense. I wish that it just changed it a little bit. I guess the Steven Spielberg version he was working on. Like, Earth does not get saved. And I'm like, that sounds fucking awesome. <laughs> like, we shouldn't survive if we're going to fuck up the planet that much. I kind of like that. But, you know, whatever. This is the version we got. It's the version we're stuck with. I would watch it. So go watch it. And that ends the spoilers. And that also ends the episode, I believe. I think we're done here. I think I'm done. So I guess we're done here. So goodbye. And uh, before, actually before I leave, seriously go to loadingwindowlight.com. PayPal button. Donate. We are going to go video. I want to do like a Loading Wonderland goes video. And it's going to be like a one-on-one. Maybe just two people watch a movie. And it's on video, but this show will always be audio, probably. It's just going to be too complicated with so many people, so many people, so many cameras. We all talk over each other. It'd be annoying on a video. Maybe. I don't know. I'm still working out the kinks. Um, We'll see. I'm not really sure yet. But I do know Lonely Wonderland. I want to do video. We're going to get there. It's just a matter of time. So donate and we can get those fucking cameras, people. I want those fucking cameras. Seriously. Gotta get them. Don't want to pay for them. I want to crowdsource this. Um, 
But yeah, if, if you want any advertising, if you're a company advertising, you know, feel free. Feel free to send me a message. Um, you can mess, always message the show at lordywonderland at gmail.com. It's simple. Everything's either Lordy Wonderland or LIW Podcast. Everything that we have. It's one of those two things. So just figure it out. And with that being said, um, I love you guys. I really do. I don't just. I'm not just saying that. Um, I think about you at night. You're the last thing I think about before I go to sleep. I just want to be with you, but it's so hard, and I, I just, it's complicated. But you know, I, there's always somebody out there for you. You know, you can see other podcasts. I understand. So until then, I like to say goodbye to Zimbabwe as always. And hopefully next time I'm not solo. So i got that to look forward to. I won't be so lonely, so cold, so depressed, so drinky. Um, yeah, I think we're going to go home now. So goodbye. Goodbye, America.